Hey, Mama. I know getting meals on the table for your family can feel tough, especially finding weeknight-friendly meals that everyone in the family will love. There's a good chance it's why you're here, at least I hope so. Helping moms take the stress out of feeding their family is my biggest passion. It's why I share with you here, and it's why I created the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. If you've ever wished this podcast came with a weekly done-for-you dinner plan with a shopping list and meal prep tips, or maybe a recipe library with over 200 family-friendly recipes, cooking tips, how-tos, and hacks, well, it does, and it's all in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club over on Patreon. Starting at just $3 a month for access to our 200-plus recipe vault with printable PDF recipes, or $5 a month for weekly done-for-you dinner plans, plus the recipe vault and bonus podcasts every month, the Healthy Mama Cooking Club is the dinnertime solution you're looking for. Head to patreon.com slash healthymamachris or click the link in the show notes to try it out for a week free and join over 130 other busy mamas making weeknight meals work with the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. I can't wait to see you in there. All right, let's get on with the episode. Having a solid dinner on Halloween is important and I think often ignored. Our kids are going to eat candy. It's inevitable, but it's nice to have something to balance their blood sugar a little bit, especially something hearty and warming if it's a cold night. Does cooking feel like a struggle more often than you want to admit? Do school lunches get boring after the third week and even cereal for breakfast sometimes feels like too much effort, let alone feeding yourself and your family meals with vegetables they'll actually eat? If you're a busy mama like me, you can probably relate. I'm Chris Dovniak and welcome to My Healthy Mama Kitchen. I'm a trained chef, culinary nutritionist, and mama of two, and I'm here to guide you in making healthy eating easy and accessible by simplifying your meal plan, demystifying meal prep, taking the stress out of weeknight dinners, and helping you learn to cook your family delicious, nutrient-dense meals along the way without spending hours in the kitchen or thousands of dollars a month at Whole Foods. In this podcast, I'm here to share my best tips, tools, and hacks for your real-life Healthy Mama kitchen with a side of humor and sometimes a little bit of spice. So grab your favorite apron and let's get cooking. Halloween is a very special holiday in our family. We fully love celebrating Halloween. We always have. I love everything about the dressing up and I I don't know, I'm a former theater kid, so I just love the dressing up and kind of becoming someone else for the night and the candy's kind of fun too. But Halloween became even more special in our family because it's also our youngest daughter's birthday as well. She is turning five at the time of recording, which is crazy to me that my littlest is not a baby anymore. But I love Halloween again for so many reasons, and I thought that we would do a special episode about what to cook on Halloween. I'm not going to share with you special treats that you can make for the holiday. A lot of those are not really my style anyway. What I want to talk about, and you know, this is kind of the theme of the Healthy Mama Kitchen podcast, is realistic dinner ideas for Halloween. Having a solid dinner on Halloween is important and I think often ignored. Our kids are going to eat candy. It's inevitable, but it's nice to have something to balance their blood sugar a little bit, especially something hearty and warming if it's a cold night. I know growing up in New England, sometimes Halloween was freezing. Sometimes we got a really good, you know, a really nice temperature, but sometimes it was like the coldest night of the fall or at, you know, 
at that point in the fall. And so we really enjoyed coming back to something warm and cozy. We didn't have any Halloween traditions or anything like that other than trick-or-treating growing up, so I don't remember my parents necessarily making anything special. And we don't actually have any Halloween traditions in our family either. We've kind of switched it up uh, for several years. We went to a friend's house and we did the trick-or-treating thing and had pizza. But I love when we when I have some forethought and I plan out something to have as a solid dinner on Halloween, either before trick-or-treating or after, depending on how old your kids are. By the way, I am a firm believer in letting all kids go trick-or-treating. Just, you know, hopefully the teenagers wait until later. Let the little ones go first. And you know, teenagers who still dress up and go out trick-or-treating for Halloween, I mean, I would rather my kids do that than be at some basement party. You know what I mean? Right. So let's talk about what we can make for that dinner before or after trick-or-treating. So my favorite tip is to have something that you can make ahead and either pop in the oven as the kids sort their candy or something in the slow cooker or instant pot on warm for when you come in. This is especially good if it is cold where you live on Halloween. You can do something Halloween themed or totally not themed at all. We usually don't. Like I mentioned, we did pizza for several years. We've done chili. Don't feel the pressure that it has to be themed, but I will give you some solid ideas ideas for Halloween dinners, including easy dinners you can serve for a crowd if you happen to want to invite the whole neighborhood over for dinner as well. So some of these will be themed, some of these will not, but all of them, as always, are delicious. And I should say the vast majority of these ideas are on the more savory side because I like the contrast, especially if kids or yourself are eating candy that night. I feel like the contrast of a more savory meal is is really good. And you know, there's also the blood sugar balancing, right? Cuz we're all we're all about balance around here. So, dinner idea number 1, I already gave it away, but it is a DIY chili bar. So, you make a big pot of chili in the slow cooker or instant pot. I am a huge chili fan. It is my favorite fall meal. And so I have several on my website. I have my beef and butternut squash chili, which is not sweet. Even the butternut squash is slightly sweet. It is a savory chili recipe. I have my smoky turkey chickpea chili, which is a fun twist on chili. I love that recipe. I have a sweet potato black bean chili, which is a vegetarian chili. I have a white chicken chili. So lots of options, but there are lots of chili recipes out there. I also have a classic chili and cornbread recipe in the cooking club that just went up this month as well. Make yourself a pot of chili in the slow cooker or instant pot. If you haven't listened to my instant pot 101 episode, then go back and listen to that episode because it'll give you lots of instant pot tips. And then you can leave all of the toppings out for people to add on. And this is something really easy to do ahead of time. You can put everything in bowls, pop it in the fridge, and then just take them out. And it, this is great for a crowd. So you can put out cheese, sour cream, guacamole, or avocado. I recommend doing the avocado just before if you're going to do sliced or cubed avocado. Cilantro, green onion, lime wedges, jalapenos or pickled jalapenos, red onions chopped up, tortilla, uh, chip, tortilla chips or corn chips or tortilla strips. You can do bacon bits and cornbread or cornbread croutons are also great toppings as well. So dinner idea number one is a DIY chili bar for your family or the whole neighborhood. Dinner idea number two, brains and eyeballs, also known as spaghetti and meatballs. Okay, I don't think you needed 
spaghetti and meatballs as an option specifically, but it's just fun sometimes to be like, we're having brains and eyeballs for dinner tonight. (laughs) This is a really easy one to make ahead as well. Just cook the meatballs ahead and set them to warm in the sauce in either a Dutch oven on the stove, the Instant Pot, or the slow cooker. You're going to hear those words a lot because that's kind of the theme is having things ready to go for when you come in. You can cook the pasta ahead of time as well if it's not going to be sitting for too long, or you can make the pasta fresh when you get home. A trick if you do cook the pasta ahead is to save a little bit, like a quarter to a half of a cup of pasta water to toss over the top of the pasta in the colander to separate it if it's stuck together. If you use plain water, it'll rinse off too much of the salt because hopefully you seasoned your pasta water well. Um, And It will also rinse off the starch, which is going to make the sauce just slip right off. It's not going to stick. So meal idea number two, brains and eyeballs. Dinner idea number three is DIY non-bread pizza. If you have not tried non-bread pizza, it makes the perfect personal pizza, okay? It's the perfect size for a personal pizza. This works really great for a crowd as well. You can set out the non-bread and pans. You can do like two or three per pan, depending on the size of your pan. I think typically we just do two at a time on a sheet pan. And you can set out sauce, cheese, and all your favorite toppings. You can put, you can set out meat, so ground meat, pepperoni, pancetta, bacon, uh, chicken, lots of different options. You guys know pizza toppings, right? You can do sausage, you can do any, really, any, any, any kind of meat you want. <laughs> you can do veggies, you know, any of the standard pizza veggies, peppers, onions. I love sun-dried tomatoes on pizza as well. You can do fresh tomatoes. You can do broccoli, any vegetables you want. You could even go fall and do like a roasted butternut squash or sweet potato slices. You want those to be cooked ahead of time um, before you put them on too. Pesto is a great topping. You can do pineapple. Not a fan of pineapple on pizza, but if you like it, you do you. You could do herbs like basil or cilantro, especially if you're going to do like a southwestern style pizza, olives, hot peppers, barbecue sauce, fresh mozzarella sliced. Set out all of your toppings, okay? And then all you have to do is broil those pizzas for five minutes to make the cheese all bubbly and the toppings cook. Super easy. So this is great for a crowd or great for your family as well. And it's kind of fun to be for to let the kids kind of make their own pizza. I also like it because I typically like different pizza toppings than my kids. I like putting greens like spinach on my pizza. I love pesto. There's a lot of things that I enjoy that the kids don't, so I can make my own and put my favorite toppings on. We're going to take a quick break to hear from this week's sponsor. It will come as no surprise to any of you who follow me over on Instagram that I love my morning smoothies. They are the most convenient and nutrient-dense option I found for busy mornings of getting kids ready, packing lunches for homeschool co-op, or trying to get out the door to get some solo work time in. And I often get asked if I still drink my smoothies as the weather cools down, and the answer is yes! I just switch up the ingredients to make it more fall or winter feeling, like my latest favorite, my pumpkin spice smoothie I've been making with my favorite Amazing Grass plant protein blend. It's one of my favorite no-cook ways to use up leftover pumpkin, which I always seem to have around in the fall, and it feels like fall, but it takes less than five minutes to make. I just combine pureed pumpkin with frozen banana, pumpkin spice, oat milk, some cauliflower rice for extra fiber, and Amazing Grass vanilla plant protein blend. The Amazing Grass plant protein blends all combine seven farm fresh greens with two servings of fruits and vegetables, vitamin C, D, and iron, plus 20 
20 grams of complete plant-based protein in an organic all-in-one nutritional shake that's certified organic, no sugar added, gluten-free, non-GMO, and tastes absolutely delicious. It's also gentle on my stomach, which is huge for me with IBS, and it's not at all chalky, which I find with some plant-based protein powders. Amazing Grass makes it easy and convenient to get in that protein at breakfast time, any time of the year. So for 25% off my favorite Amazing Grass plant protein, greens blend, and more, be sure to use my code HEALTHYMAMA by going to amazinggrass.com. That's amazinggrass.com and using the code HEALTHYMAMA, all caps, for 25% off. No minimum order requirement. As always, the link will be in the show notes to shop. Now let's get back to the episode. Dinner idea number four, mommy dogs. Okay, we're back to the themes again. I am not the person who is going to tell you to chop up your hot dogs and put them in your mac and cheese, but mommy dogs are so fun and they're so good. If you like pigs in a blanket, they're basically giant pigs in a blanket. So you just grab a can of crescent rolls. You can do the standard Pillsbury crescent rolls, or you can do Annie's makes a good, more, like slightly more natural version. Um, and But honestly, again, we're all about balance here, so no judgment. Um, you open it up, slice it into thin strips, and just wrap them around the hot dogs, and then you bake them. You have mummy dogs. Hot dogs are typically only need about five minutes of cooking, so you don't have to worry about them not being cooked. Um, And you can use whatever kind of dogs you want. If you are a vegetarian, you can use veggie dogs. You could use turkey dogs. You could use beef dogs. You could use a mix of beef and pork, whatever you want. Uh, We like the grass-fed beef dogs from uh, ButcherBox or Trader Joe's. So that's what we typically use. Uh, Applegate makes a good one as well. You can even do this with sausage as well and do kind of like a sausage roll. My husband loves sausage rolls, and now I'm thinking we should do it with sausage. Ooh, it'd be really good with brats or like a cheesy sausage. Now I'm getting ideas. I want to make these tonight. (laughs) They're so tasty. And then you can just serve them with whatever your favorite hot dog dipping sauces are, right? I love a homemade honey mustard sauce. It's just equal parts honey, mustard. I usually like to do grainy mustard, like a grainy Dijon mustard and mayonnaise. That's a delicious dip. You could do ketchup. You could do barbecue sauce. You can do kind of whatever you want. And you just serve it up with some easy fruits and veggies on the side. So you can make these ahead of time and just get them all prepped and ready to go and pop them in the fridge and then bake them when you get home. Just a reminder that if you are baking something from cold, it might take slightly longer, like maybe a minute or so longer than it would because it has to come up to temperature. All right, dinner idea number five, chicken soup in the crock pot. Who doesn't love chicken soup? It's warm, it's cozy. I can't think of a time I'm not happy coming in from the cold and eating chicken soup. If you want chicken noodle soup and you're cooking it in the crock pot, the slow cooker or the instant pot, cook the noodles and set them aside and add them just before serving so they don't get super mushy. You know that leftover mushy noodle? Yeah, it's not great. So chicken soup, solid, solid option. I have a comfy chicken soup recipe on my website. Dinner idea number six, sausage, pepper, and onion subs. Another easy idea that you can make in the slow cooker or the instant pot and keep warm is sausage with peppers and onions, and you can put them on sub rolls. You could also put it on top of rice, but that's one extra thing, but you could use your rice cooker now that you have one because you listened to the rice cooker 101 episode, right? And you could just keep that on warm. Then come in, 
and pull them out of the Instant Pot or the slow cooker and pot them on top of rice as well. You can put them in sub rolls and optionally top with cheese and broil them. I have a shortcut recipe on my Instagram for making these, but I also have a slow cooker recipe on the blog as well. You can toast the buns just really quickly when everyone gets inside and then stuff them. You can do this for a crowd as well. I would probably skip the broiling part. Just toast the buns and I would skip like the broiling with cheese. If you add cheese to the top and it's hot, it'll melt on anyway. If you're doing it for a crowd, just to simplify things a little bit, but those are super easy, simple, packed with protein. You got some veggies in there as well. Dinner idea number seven. We're kind of going with the Halloween theme again here, but slow-cooked ribs. Okay, how fun would it be to be like, there's a body in the slow cooker? Okay, is that... That might be extra creepy. Let's... That's too creepy. Forget I said that. (laughs) But it feels a little spooky for Halloween. So you can slow cook some pork ribs. Pork ribs. Okay. Pork ribs. Baby back ribs. In the oven to be done just before trick-or-treating. Or you can cook them in the slow cooker. You can cover them with foil if you're cooking them in the oven and just glaze with some barbecue sauce. When you get home, you can serve with a simple make-ahead potato salad or a coleslaw. That's super easy. Again, pretty good for a crowd as well, depending on how, how much oven space you have. You can make quite a few ribs and they're really tasty and just a little bit spooky as well. Maybe not as spooky as I said, but <laughs> they're kind of spooky, right? Okay, I am, I told you guys, I'm not huge on themed meals. So I really just want to give you solutions. So I'm some, I guess I'm stretching a little bit when it comes to themed meals. <laughs> Dinner idea number eight, homemade baked collie mac and cheese. Oh, baked collie mac and cheese is so good. I have a recipe for homemade baked collie mac and cheese in my budget dinners book. It's so good. And you sneak in some veggies and the kids don't know and they love it. So you can make this ahead and just pop it in the oven to warm. Don't forget the breadcrumbs on top. They get nice and crispy and they're really delicious. So I like that the cauliflower adds a little bit of fiber. You could use bonza chickpea pasta or a different type of bean-based pasta for a little bit of extra protein. That's usually what we do, but it's really delicious either way. And again, something that you can make ahead. Dinner idea number nine. We're going back to the theme, but something that I can definitely handle. Try a spooky charcuterie. You all know I love a good charcuterie. Even though butterboards seem to have taken over charcuterie, they will always have a special place in my heart. I love them so much. And a big charcuterie platter is really easy to throw together, and you can just keep everything in the fridge. You can even slice the cheese and all that in the fridge to just quickly assemble when you get home for a snacky dinner that's actually filling because of the cheese and the meat and all of that. You can add in some candy pumpkins or real pumpkins for a garnish. You can play on the black and orange theme using some darker grapes or olives for a spooky feel. You can play on the orange with some apricots, orange crackers, or orange cheese, and then add in some white elements as well for a little bit of contrast. Spooky charcuterie is great if you are having adults over too, and maybe you have some of the adults go out trick-or-treating with the kids and some are at home mingling. That's fun to have as well. And dinner idea number 10 is a beef or a veggie stew 
or a combination of the two. Another warming, easy, make-ahead recipe that you can have in the slow cooker or the Instant Pot. Again, have something cozy when you get inside and something that is hearty and has some protein, has some veggies, and is going to keep your kids full so they're less likely to eat their entire candy bag. You know, I don't I don't know what your boundaries are around Halloween candy, but um, we kind of let our kids just go for it the first night and just have their fun. And then we, you know, from, then this is not parenting advice, okay? This is just what we kind of let them do. They get to have what they want. We sort it, obviously, safely. And then we dole it out little by little later on. And they forget about it usually after, like, a week. They really just like that one night to be able to eat a bunch of candy. So in terms of soups and stews, try my sweet potato kale and beef stew in the slow cooker or my autumn beef and vegetable stew in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. For a veggie option that you can do in the Instant Pot or slow cooker, my Moroccan chickpea stew is delicious and a great warming option as well. Okay, friends, that's it. That wraps it up. I hope that you found this helpful. I hope that this gave you some inspiration for what to cook on Halloween night. So as a recap, you can do a DIY chili bar. You can do brains and eyeballs, spaghetti and meatballs. You can do DIY non-bread pizza. You can do mummy dogs and some fruit and veggies. You can do chicken soup in the crock pot or the instant pot. You can do sausage, pepper, and onion subs, slow cooked ribs with potato salad or coleslaw. You can do cauliflower mac and cheese. You can do a spooky charcuterie or you could do a beef or veggie stew. There are so many other ideas that obviously I I didn't explain or lay out for you here. You could do a lasagna and have that to pop in the oven. That's a bit involved for me. It's not something I like to make often. Stuffed shells as well are something you can make ahead and pop in the um, pop in the oven as well. Enchiladas. There are so many different soups. I have an enchilada soup recipe. I have a ton of soups and soup and stew recipes on my website as well. So if you just go to healthymamachris.com slash recipes, there's a search bar there. You can look for soups and there's lots of options there as well. Most of them are pretty easy and you can make most of them in the Instant Pot or the Slow Cooker. Again, refer back to my Instant Pot 101 episode if you want to convert something from the Slow Cooker to the Instant Pot. But friends, that is what I've got for you today. Again, I hope this was helpful. This is kind of a short and sweet episode. I just wanted to give you some meal inspiration. I hope you guys all enjoy Halloween. I can't wait to see all of your kids' cute costumes and hear what you cooked on Halloween night. So if you know what you're going to cook on Halloween night or you need more ideas and inspiration, we're going to have a thread going over in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. So if you're not yet a member, we would love to have you. Plans start at just $3 a month for weekly dinner inspiration emails, member-exclusive recipes. You can get a bonus episode every month if you want. Lots of lots of bonus content, so much bonus content in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. And again, it starts at three bucks a month. So we would love to have you over there. It is patreon.com slash healthymamachris. All right, friends, happy Halloween, and I will catch you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to Mommy's podcast. Friend, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Healthy Mama Kitchen podcast. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you love to listen to podcasts. You never miss a cooking tip. If you've been loving this podcast, it would mean so much to me if you left a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It truly makes a difference in how many other busy cooks find this show and lets me know what you're loving and want to hear more of. For show notes and links to all the recipes and tools I mention, head to healthymamachris.com slash podcast. 
For daily eats, cooking tips, and family-friendly shortcut dinner ideas, be sure to follow along over on Instagram at HealthyMamaChris. Remember, cooking for your family may not always feel easy, but it can be simple.